Hey, welcome to Long Distance Sisters. I'm Tori. I'm McKenna. And I'm Serena. Come chat with us while we're far apart. Okay, let's get started. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. You can probably guess what our theme is if you were watching the video version, because that's right. I have on my Mickey ears or mini ears. And I have mini ears on the wall behind me. If you put your head up a little bit, it'll look like you're wearing them. But yeah, so we, we meaning McKenna and I, Tori, Serena can't make it this week. So McKenna and I thought this would be a good opportunity to talk about the Disney College program because we both did it at the same time, actually. Unplanned. (laughs) Unintentionally, but yeah, just worked out that way. So we are going to talk about our experience there working for the mouse because we miss it every day. Yeah. Glad I'm making more money than that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So I guess we'll just say our roles real quick. I, well, we did it fall 2019 to start. We didn't do fall advantage, which is like you start in the summer. Like I started in August. She started early September. Um. But I was a cast member at Mission Space, the attraction at Epcot, famous for making people throw up. <laughs> Tori? Nice. I worked in merchandise on Main Street USA at the Emporium. So that's Main Street West. I never remember. I never could get that oh, straight no, like East that. and West. But anyway, I worked at the Emporium, which is the second largest store but the busiest store in terms of sales and yeah it was literally insane <laughs> I'm guessing it's second only to world of Disney yeah yes yeah world of Disney and then a close third is mouse gear which is now creations but yeah it was a crazy place to work I mean just being the fact that it's on Main Street USA it's just insanity because you don't only have shopper traffic but you just have people cutting through the store traffic like after fireworks it's just shoulder to shoulder in there and yeah but it was a lot of fun kept me on my toes for sure (laughs) um I guess we can just touch on the application process because that's kind of where everything started well obviously we also watch a few DCP YouTubers like Michelle Bay was the family favorite. Um, and Emily Enchanted. Did you watch any other story before you went down? Um, not YouTubers. I followed a lot of people like on Instagram, but that was really it. Nice. Okay. Well, I applied the day applications dropped, which was like January, I don't know, 23rd or something. And I did not hear back until February. Mm-hmm six I want to say and I and I took like the web-based interview which is the first thing they do if you if your application like passes I guess and that's kind of like a personality survey and I hear the more like extreme ends you should take like the more confident your answer is like oh I would do this instead of oh I might do this that like makes you appear better more assertive or confident in your job I took that and then pretty much right away I was was sent a link for it to schedule my phone interview which I did on February 14th and then I didn't find out for I think another two and a half weeks that I got it and I only found out that I got attractions at that point in time and in my interview they asked me about attractions watercraft and I believe either lifeguarding or children's activities um and all of my attractions questions because obviously like on instagram i'm disney safari girl i love animal kingdom that is my park and all of my questions like attractions related questions they asked me in the phone interview were like oh do you feel comfortable driving the vehicle while talking to a group of 40 or more people can you memorize a bunch of animal facts stuff like that so it's obvious where they were leading I think I just chose too late of a start date to get Kilimanjaro safaris 
because I didn't really hear hear anyone my start date or later say they got that attraction. But I ended up on Mission Space and it was great, a great experience. So I had always planned to do the DCP and I figured I would do it after graduation because you can apply within six months of your graduation from college. That's changed now. Okay, well, I think it might even be up to like two years, at least one year. When I did, I had been set on that for a really long time. And then I just was like thinking I wasn't going to do it because I don't know. I wanted to be more responsible than that, I guess, Um, because I was graduating from physical therapy school, which, you know, I didn't have time to do it while I was in school because I was on such a strict track because I was on like an advanced track to do my graduate courses like early and a whole mess. So finally, applications were out. And I was just like, oh, I should just apply. So I applied on like one of the last days. So I think it was like late February when I applied. Um, One of the last days applications were open. And I immediately got my web-based interview and then immediately got my link to schedule a phone interview. I did my phone interview like the next week. Um, So now it's like early March. And from there, I didn't hear anything until like late April. Like the last day that you could hear is when I heard. Like over a month had gone by and I was just like, eh, I didn't get it. I had given up on it. And then like on the last day, there it was accepted. So it was very exciting. And by then I was like, yeah, I don't feel like starting real life yet. So yeah, I'm going to go to Disney World. (laughs) So it was nice to know that I had that cushion after I took my board exams and stuff. I had applied to do maybe early, early advantage or fall, summer advantage, whatever, fall fall advantage. advantage. Um, But I would have had to be working there while studying and taking my board exam. And I was just like, yeah, maybe that's not the best idea. So on my phone interview, I was like, yeah, I I just want to do fall. I don't want to do fall advantage. So I was worried that kind of had screwed me over, but apparently not. They understood because I was like, no, I have a board exam to take. That would be stupid. And they were like, yeah, probably don't do that. (laughs) And yeah. So even if it feels like it's been forever since you heard, there's still hope. (laughs) yeah and I didn't decide to do it until maybe a week before applications dropped I just figured out with my schedule that I had that a free semester so and at that time I was planning on going to vet school so I didn't want to have like graduation and then wait eight months until I went back to school so I just was like I'll just go in the middle yeah it kind of worked out and in the fall I was like just kind of toying like fall 2018 I was kind of toying with the idea oh what if I did Disney college program haha I was like and since it would have been the next fall I knew that I signed up for a class that was only offered in the fall that I was planning on taking fall 2019 I was like oh I'll just take it fall 2018 just to be safe just in case on some, by some random chance, I do the Disney College program next fall. Yeah. Um, I'll also say with applications, I did, you know, did my research when I was applying to try and like figure out how best to apply, right? How to set yourself up for success. And I would say there's no right or wrong answer. Like everything will tell you different stuff. And I don't know. I mean, the web-based interview, it's similar personality kind of tests to a lot of corporate jobs that you would apply to or not corporate jobs but jobs within corporations that you would apply to where they're looking for consistency confidence team work team ethic um so that is like the easy part to pass like if you can pass that I think that's just a pass fail thing that they have I don't know how they grade it but then for the application itself I had the impression that I had to put as many job preferences as possible to you know get considered right because that's what a lot of these blogs say but because I was in this point where I was like well if I get it and it's like something I want to do then yeah I would totally do it but like I would be unhappy doing a job that I don't want so I didn't want to work with food I didn't want to do custodial you know I only wanted to do a certain few things and I only put those things I like only put three jobs on my well, three 
really considered jobs and then the rest were like the fruit fruity ones I don't think anyone really got <laughs> like I put attractions merchandise and what was my other top one? Oh, photo pass I think that's all I might have put recreation like resort recreation whenever that was um and then like at the bottom they had stuff and I was like event planning and floral and wedding and I was like oh yeah totally I would do that but like I don't know if anyone who got those <laughs> positions um but yeah I really went in thinking I wanted attractions like straight up um but I was really really happy at the Emporium I was kind of nervous when I got merchandise because I was like oh I'm gonna get stuck at like a hotel or something and I really want to be in the park um but I lucked out and got like the ideal position for my brain which was being in the Emporium so yeah, I got to see the castle every shift. It's pretty cool. Yes. And um, fireworks. Oh, sorry. <laughs> when you get your acceptance, they only tell you like your general role. And I applied, I ticked off a lot of roles, but like I didn't do custodial. I didn't do housekeeping because like chemical, like like chemical smell makes me real nauseous real fast. Um, I didn't do quick service either. And they say like, I think they had high demand jobs that they really needed people for. And they were quick service, custodial and lifeguarding. And I was cool with lifeguarding. So I signed up for that. And there is a swim test you would have to take if you got that. And if you don't pass it, they'll just place you somewhere else. But okay, so when you are accepted, you find out your general role, attractions, merchandise. And then a week before we went down, they sent us like our general area. So I guess, Tori, you just got Main Street, maybe. I got Main Street East or whatever. Again, I, I don't know if which the is castle's east north, I feel like it would be west. I don't, I don't know if the I castle's north. I'm not sure that's how it was. She got the Emporium side of Main Street. Yeah, because Main Street is basically divided in two. The Emporium is one of those two, and everything else Main Street is the other. <laughs> and I got Future World, I want to say east which could either be test track or mission space and obviously I got mission space um but for my phone interview I did so much research on what to do <laughs> I had literally like 12 sheets of paper in front of me with like potential questions they could ask me and my answers um I put it on my giraffe ears for that my giraffe mickey ears and um for that and my web-based interview and it was just like it was a thing like you pre I prepared I prepared hard Tori how did you prepare yeah I mean I kind of hope that that generation of people taking it like so uber seriously is in the past because looking back I don't really feel like we needed to like I don't know um I know there's people that don't get in but I <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that the preparation is what makes or breaks. I think it's the person um, and just your answers to things. So prepare like any for any other interview. But like, I feel like most of us prepared more for that DCP interview than we ever will for any job interview ever. Like where I really feel like you need to just be positive, even though you're just on the phone, smile as you talk because they can hear it. And what's Disney about you know be polite be positive be kind of a little bit energetic or bubbly and they're gonna latch right onto you and as long as your answers don't put up any red flags I think you're shooting like basically for me they just asked me about my experience uh, my work experience and you know in ways that they were talking a lot about sales because I've done a lot of sales stuff um so it's, it's pretty much the same questions. I prepared by, you know, doing practice questions I would find online, especially ones that are like um, the more creative side, because you do have to be prepared to be creative because they might give you a scenario where you're talking to a child and you want to kind of keep the show and keep the magic. Um, so have an answer for that kind of stuff but I mean also online those places where they have those example questions they have example answers and you can just use one of those it's fine like they at least know you kind of understand the deal so and I recommend 
like with any job interview, have at least one question prepared to ask them. Like one question I really liked that I asked was, what was something that surprised you after you started working for the company? And I think oh. she really liked that because she got to go into something personal about herself. Yeah. I asked about volunteers as well. Like tears E-A-R-S at the end. Yeah. I think I asked about that maybe too. And I asked about their something physical therapy related. Like if it would be possible to be in contact with someone or like shadow or something. And every one I asked that throughout my entire experience said, yeah, 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 totally. Here's contact information and nothing ever came of it. As a PT trying to go to the college program and be like, hmm, maybe I can be a Disney PT. No. <laughs> it's no. hard. <laughs> It's gonna be hard. They do have them, but they're third-party contracted employees. But they do have like a lot of athletic trainers and people at like their sporting events, and that's who I tried to get in with, but to no avail. Oh, <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, just ask about the opportunities. As long as they see you're going there for a real opportunity, and you're not just like I don't know. It's Disney. I get into Disney for free. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Like, as long as they see that you're actually interested in the developmental side of it, like the professional development, which even if your field that you're going to, into is not directly like hospitality, it's applicable. I mean, this is customer service. This is sales. This is marketing. This is, you learn it all just by working for this company because every single cast member is marketing for Disney every single cast member is keeping up the show and keeping up the whole idea of Disney and being courteous and just upholding that whole thing. And you start to see marketing everywhere and see how Disney works behind the scenes. And it's like the best crash course in customer service you'll ever have. Even if you've been customer service before and think you know it, this is different. Yeah. (laughs) And for anything, sorry. When you apply to jobs, like even if the person's not the biggest Disney fan or they don't like Disney, they will see that experience as valuable because you really are like thrown in it. You have to be able to maintain the Disney look, keep a smile on your face, handle guests well, or else you'll become a story. Mm -hmm. Or you'll be termed like aka fired um, early and they'll see that when you have a end date that ends before any program really ends unless you tell them that you self-termed aka quit yeah every interview I've had since the college program they've asked me about Disney being on my um, resume which I keep it on there this is another thing I keep it on there because even though I'm a physical therapist and they say you should only put related jobs and I have enough related jobs to fill the whole thing Disney is related First of all, Disney is going to stand out. So they're going to remember your resume, especially if, I mean, I live in Orlando, so a lot of people have Disney, but you're going to stand out if you live anywhere else. And they're going to remember it, which means they're going to remember you. They're going to ask you about it. And you have this treasure trove to pull from when they ask you like, well, how did you deal with a tough situation with a customer? Or, you know, what was... Uh, a conflict that you had with a client like or what was the hardest day at work you ever had (laughs) like you're gonna have a gold mine pull from working at Disney and yeah it's always gonna come up in your interviews like from then on and yeah it'll make you stand out yeah my the area manager for the restaurant I served at before I came down to the sea trail center before like the first time I met him he was like oh you're the one who worked at Disney (laughs) <laughs> and so he only called me like Disney yeah but I don't know so it's definitely um, a stand will make you stand out yeah okay so now on to housing which has obviously changed since we were there yeah. so we probably won't dive too deep into it I lived in Patterson Court I we were six people three bedrooms three bathrooms so each room had their own bathroom yeah, six roommates is a lot to share one living room and one small kitchen, but I think we made it work pretty well. I mean, we all had certain things about each person that was like, oh, if only they didn't do that. But for me, none of it was like major enough 
to really cause any tension because no, it's going to be hard to find a perfect roommate, especially because I only picked my direct roommate. So it was basically like three people who had paired together randomly placed to in those groups. Mm-hmm. And it worked out pretty well. I mean, they were nice girls. Yeah, I had, I lived at the Commons and we had two bedrooms and five people. So it's two in one and three in the other. I was one of the first ones there. So I was in the two in one, which was also like twice as big a room. So not fair at all, Disney, but I'm not complaining. (laughs) But honestly, I was surprised that the apartments were as spacious as they were. Like, I know we're fitting a lot of people in them, but like they were still bigger than like most college dorms, in my opinion, at least mine was. Mine was pretty huge. Um, and we big. had in-room laundry, which I think the commons is the only place that has that. And yeah, like honestly, the rent that they charge you is not that much. Um, and they take it right out of your paycheck, which is kind before of nice. Before taxes. You have to, uh, yeah, before taxes. So you don't really have to worry about it. And yeah, I had a good experience. I mean, of course, it's dated college dorm room furniture and kitchen. So it's not anything fancy back then now it is (laughs) but um it was it was good and you only have to live there temporarily and we had a great pool like our pool was beautiful um and just yeah pretty good amenities in general so yeah our pool was pretty our pool was pretty too and we had like pool like pool the game outside of it um we had kind of like a small gym and apparently like people from chatham square and stuff would come to our gym because it was better but I didn't really think so but now at the like college program and even like regular cast members and third-party cast members can live at Flamingo Crossings Village the gym there is gorgeous it reminds me of my college gym which I went to like UGA and SEC school which had a massive absolutely massive gym so yeah, now the gym and other facilities, including furniture, have been very upgraded. They have like TVs in the room now. We had to bring our TV. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they got much nicer couches. They've got room dividers. Got, like marble like, countertops. Ugh, so pretty. One other thing about housing. I did not have a car and Tori did. Tori did to take me to Walmart to grocery shop once a month but I had to bus to and from work and normally I'm a very late person I was always on time if not early to work usually early because for buses like the last bus I could take to get to work on time I always tried to make it to the bus before that so that helped because that dropped me off at like kind of the cast building in behind the scenes Epcot um I had to walk behind the scenes like past test track to get to mission space which was very cool every morning and every night um and it was like I don't know five six minute walk so nothing bad um but yeah buses I was fine and I did take the bus to Walmart to grocery shop one time and it was much nicer to have Tori there with the car to take me to and from Walmart yeah those uh, college program buses are no joke and they're notoriously late and catching on fire. So you want to be prepared for the worst when you're taking them. I never um, experienced but Luckily, I never took the bus. Well, maybe like a couple times. Um, but no, I drove to work and thank God because I'm a right on time person. I'm not necessarily early or late. Um, and in order to get to work, I had to drive to the Magic Kingdom cast parking lot, walk to a bus stop, take a shuttle that took us to the back of Magic Kingdom, walk all the way to the front of Magic Kingdom underground, and then I could clock in. So, I mean, that takes you 15 minutes from the time you park your car. And that's if you could get a parking spot that was close to the bus stop and not a five minute away from the bus stop so it could be a 20 25 minute affair often I did not leave myself that much time and was just like sprinting down the tunnels to get to the front of Magic Kingdom but luckily 
I could do that all um, in the tunnels because some people have to like go on stage before they clock in. And so like you could get stopped by a guest or something because you're like in your costume and that would just slow you down. I feel like, plus like guests are unpredictable. You could get stuck walking behind some ECVs and who knows? So luckily I could sprint because I was just underground. While I did have to clock in at that time, we did get actually paid for um, 10 extra minutes on both ends of our shift for the walk because it's so far. Okay. <laughs> Which is super it. nice. Yeah. But I mean, we had like, I mean, I could sprint it in like five minutes, mm-hmm. but like, you know, there's like the old people, it's probably taking them 30 minutes from the time they park their car to clock, get to where they're clocking in. Like, it's not fair to not be compensated for some of that time. Like, that's not normal. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, but it was really fun. Like, I loved walking through the tunnels and like seeing some characters and like being like, oh, they're getting ready to go out on a parade or whatever. Like, it was just bustling and they would have stuff for us in the tunnels. Like, sometimes Mickey would be there and you could stop and get a picture with Mickey or they'd be handing out treats and stuff. So it was really fun. I love the tunnels. Like, Utilidor. All right. And now on to one of the best perks of being part of the Disney College program, that freedom to go to the parks, because we did get into parks for free. Of course, blockout dates applied. We were there when Galaxy's Edge opened, so we were blocked from Hollywood Studios for most of our program, I want to say. But other than that, like just being able to go into the parks and relax and enjoy your time and not feel pressed for time. I thought was super nice. And if I ever didn't really know what I wanted to do, I actually made a like Disney college program bucket list and I might just pick something off of that. Yeah, it was great just going in the parks so casually, especially if you were going in like before or after a shift where you didn't even have to like commute there like or drive there. You're just like, I'm here. And yeah. I went to the parks alone a lot, which was actually really awesome because I could just take the time to look around do what I wanted pop in for fireworks or whatever like there were times I was showing up at Epcot I would walk in at like 8 30 for the 10 o'clock fireworks grab some food somewhere and just sit and chill and like it was great (laughs) yes and I forgot to mention part of working at Mission Space I was also trained on like the fast fast area for fireworks so I was working there for Illuminations and Epcot Forever, which was a very cool thing. And there are four ducks that hang around that area. So kind of at the front of World Showcase. One boy, one girl, three boys, all named George. Girl George is dating one of the boy Georges, but she also goes to see another male duck in the UK, Canada area. She knows what's up. But some things on my bucket list, I'm just seeing going to a Halloween party or Christmas party because they were discounted for us. I went on the Liberty Bell. So that boat that takes like a 20 minute trip around Thomas Sawyer Island. And I actually like brought my own lunch that day. So I just stood at a railing and ate my lunch while looking at the views. Um, I went down Summit Plummet at um, Blizzard Beach Water Park. I rode a friendship boat. I tried hummus fries. Um, I went to the store Cast Connections, which has super discounted stuff. I bought a pair of new ears. It's these ears hanging behind me that are Haunted Mansion and have the um, busts of the guys that sing. Very cool. Oh, see Michelle Bay in real life, which I did working at her attraction, Splash Mountain. I don't know. I did the Fossil Fun Games in Dino Land. And I did, I played three of them, which I think cost like $12 or $15. And I won two plushes, which is a good trade for Disney souvenirs. And now the plushes are way cute, but oh well. But yeah. Oh, I did. Okay, I put this at the end of my bucket list. It wasn't originally on there, but I did one time have a guest, a drunk guest, it's Epcot, um, say that he loved me multiple times and that he wanted to marry me. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Oh my gosh. The memories, the memories. Oh, Ride the Skyliner, yeah. Tori and I went with 
some of her roommates are Nana and her mom for the cast preview of the Disney Skyliner, which was fun. I I didn't buy a whole lot while I was there, but on my list I had like buy something with Stitch, which I actually ended up getting for Christmas, or like buy something with the Toy Story aliens. So at Cast Connections, they have an area where it's all like broken merchandise or something like that, something they totally can't sell. So I bought like a Toy Story alien keychain for a dollar. That and like a broken $1 Illuminations tumbler are the only, I think the only merchandise I bought and the ears. But yeah, the, just the freedom to go to the parks. It was so nice and alone time like Tori. Yeah. Like just do whatever you want, whenever you want. You can go with friends. Yeah. Like my roommates and I, during our first week, we went to 50s Primetime Cafe in Hollywood Studios together. Yeah. But it was just, it was great. Yeah. It was cool. Like, I loved just, like, being a part of the cast exclusive stuff. Like, that was on my bucket list to do, like, a cast preview. And I actually got to do two of them. Not uh, not both during my program, though. So I actually, at the end of my program, I applied to stay on as seasonal. And I got it at the literal last second, um, which was good because I had already decided to stay in Orlando. But I mean, I was, I also got my big girl job, my PT job, but it was really nice to keep seasonal at Disney. Unfortunately, that went away during the pandemic, but honestly, Disney handled all of that really well on the back end in my, in my scenario, um, because I was seasonal. So I wasn't expecting much. I mean, I can't speak for people who are part-time, full-time and actually depending on that job. But since it was my fun side job, I was not expecting to be handed anything by Disney during the pandemic. And um, they kept me on way longer. When they told us that we were being let go, they still gave us like another, I wanna say three months with access to all of our benefits. So like our discount, our park ticket. Um, and I got to keep my park ticket even while I was furloughed. I could go into the park still like for free, use my 50% off discount, like go to Cast Connections all the fun stuff and then they also gave like really good like severance kind of pay and yeah like it was great not to say too much um but yeah in general great experience for me but anyway back to cast exclusive stuff so yeah we did the Skyliner preview and then I also did the Mickey Minnie Runaway Railway preview which was after my program but while I was still seasonal yeah and it was a lot of fun. I also did a holiday filming, which was exclusive to cast members. Um, I saw Sting and, um, well, yeah, Matthew Morrison was hosting. But who sang? It was Sting and the Shaggy. Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> Singing Christmas music. Um, so it was funny. Um, but what was really cool about that, the best part, honestly, was because it was at night. It was after the park closed. But we had to get there before fireworks started so that we wouldn't be just you know like limited from getting there because of the crowds leaving the park so you had to be there before fireworks which meant we got like reserved front row viewing of the fireworks without a crowd around us because it was fairly empty honestly except for right up at the stage while they were filming but yeah it was like really peak so yeah just being part of cast exclusive stuff was really really cool so that was bucket list stuff for me um I did Halloween party Christmas party tried lots of food and snacks I went to Typhoon Lagoon hung out did all the things jelly rolls oh yeah best thing at Disney that literally like no one knows about yeah dueling piano bar Sunday night was cast member night so (laughs) cast members got in for free and I think everyone else was like half off and it was to a me, wild night, just, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, and if you went any other night as a cast member, I think it was half off for you or something. Mm-hmm. So I personally, it was way too crowded for me on Sundays. Uh, so I would much rather just go later in the week and pay like $8 <laughs> or whatever half off was. But they have like free popcorn there, at least when we were there. Um, but Jelly Rolls has reopened or reopened in the second half of 2020 one so a while after the parks reopened but yeah that place is so much fun I recommend it for a night out in Disney Mm -hmm. Um, if you're not feeling Disney Springs 
you can do the boardwalk. So discounts, merchandise in general is like 20%. Uh, cast members get free parking. Um, was it 10% at Joffrey's location? And like a bunch of other third party locations like Aaron McKenna's Bakery. Um, we found out that if you go to if you go to Everglades Donuts in Disney Springs, the last half hour they're open, it's 50% off for cast members. So recommend that. And then since we were there for the fall, we got the holiday time discount, which was 40% off merchandise. And then we also got coupon for a free photo pass. And then a 30%, 40%, and 50% off dining coupons, which for those, my boyfriend and I used the 50% off at Cape May Cafe, 40% off at Yachtsman, which we had not the best experience at Yachtsman, just saying. So I'm glad we only had to pay 60% of the price. Um, and then I would, it was toward the end of my program. And I still had the 30% off one. So I just went to Sunshine Seasons in Epcot and got like some kind of hummus platter. And then their uh, cupcake there is plant-based. So I got that because it was like a big one. And I'd want to try it. So where did you use your dining coupon story? I do not remember. I know I used one at Hollywood and Vine. Well, I don't know if I used it. I went with my roommate. So we used some ones. Because you could always use them for like the whole table. It's not like per card or whatever. So we definitely used it at Hollywood and Vine for the Christmas dinner um, with all the characters. And that was really fun. I don't know, honestly. I used a lot of them with my roommates, I think. So like we we stretched them. <laughs> that was one thing though, coming here. I went to try like all the restaurants because I always want to try all of them. And that was my chance especially with the discount. So I ate at a lot of table services, <laughs> like a lot of them. <laughs> so I don't yeah. remember which ones I used my discount at. A lot. So, the, Tori and I started our programs two weeks apart and like one week right in the middle was her birthday. So I had already had my cast member discount at that point. So we went to Jico, which is a signature dining restaurant, still has not reopened. Um, It's at Animal Kingdom Lodge. So it's like, uh, I guess more exotic food for the general American people. Yes, I would say um, so. very, very good. And for like Thanksgiving, a few of my like fellow CPs from Mission Space, we got to like go to Restaurant Marrakesh for Friendsgiving. And even though cash member discounts at Disney locations are blocked on Thanksgiving, they were third party. So they still took our discount. But yeah, that leads me into friendships, um, roommates versus fellow cast members, and even further, maybe fellow cast members versus other college program participants. So my roommates and I, yeah, we got along. We were friends. We went and did some stuff together. Like we went to like Polynesian or Disney Springs. Like I said, 50s Primetime Cafe earlier, um, Blizzard Beach. But I feel like I was closer with the people that I worked with some like regular cast members were included in that but mostly other college program participants what about you Tori yeah um I'm mixed my roommates and I we got along really well like we were a very cohesive group and we always wanted to do things together it was just really hard to find time when we were all off at the same time because that's one thing you need to be prepared for if you're doing college program like you could have crazy hours your hours might never line up with your friends or your roommates and you're really busy you're working a lot a lot of people work six days a week and it's it's just a lot like you don't have that much free time and the free time you do have hopefully you're in the park um or you're asleep <laughs> um, pretty much um so it's really hard it was hard to find a time that we could like all go to dinner together all go to dinner together, all go to a park together. Um, but when we did, we definitely tried to, like, even if it meant making a last minute reservation, like the day of, because we all realized like, oh my God, wait, we're all off at lunchtime today. We need to go out to lunch. That happened several times. So I was pretty close with my roommates. And I mean, we hung out separately too with each other, like two of us would go to a park or whatever. So it was kind of nice always having someone around to like 
oh hey you want to go to animal kingdom today sure and you just go for a few hours you know even if maybe you both start a shift around six o'clock or something that you can both kind of go during the day um, and coordinate that but other than that yeah I hung out a lot with other Emporium employees I didn't really meet or get to know anyone who was just another participant that was not at my location or in my dorm so just because I didn't really participate much in a lot of the events and stuff so we had Space Bash or I wish it would have been called Space Jam but that's just me we had that toward the end of our program. So we all got together and going to other like CPs, dorms. That's how I met some other people, which was nice. But after the program ended, I do keep in contact more with the people I worked with rather than my roommates. And even like right now, the other day, one of them sent a message in our like group chat on Snapchat that they had bought plane tickets to go to Disney soon. And I'm like, I'm three and a half hours away. And then three of them were like, I live here. You have to hang out. And then another girl from who lives in California is like, I might or may not be looking up same tickets. So we're like, reunion, finally. Once COVID hit, obviously, Zoom, happy hours and stuff were a thing. So we had virtual space bashes. Um, and then one other girl lived in my area. We had one person come up. And we all got dinner together later on in 2020. So that was really nice. And I really hope this reunion happens. Yeah. So that'll be so much fun. I've had one of my friends from the Emporium came and visited uh, like last year. So I hung out with her at Disney and Universal. Um, and then I'm still friends with most of my roommates. Talk to them pretty regularly. Of my roommates, I still hang out with the one that stayed in Orlando with me and that's Allie. We were actually roommates after our college program and since we moved out from living with each other we still like hang out at the parks a lot and but yeah. Yeah and I think this is a lot who we hung out with on our last day. So you hung out with your roommate on your last day. I went to Moe's with you guys but you guys all went to Magic Kingdom and I spent my last full day which was technically the same as Tori's but I kind of as kind of the day before I went to Boma with a bunch of Mission Space CPs and then some of us went to Epcot and then we all kind of went off and did our own thing or joined our families. I did my own thing and I finally tried maple popcorn that day too. Yeah, yeah. I went to Magic Kingdom my last day. So happily ever after along with all of the crying CPs. Which was a lot of fun. My farewell like show was Epcot forever. Yeah. I worked it. It had to be my last show. Yeah. Most people go see Happily Ever After on their last day. Like it was literally only CPs around us. Like you could tell. But yeah. But thinking of my last day of my program makes me think of the last day the parks were open before COVID, which I also made sure to go to because a lot of my friends actually um, extended their program and so there were still CPs when um, COVID hit and they like lost their CP role because of it um, so it was like all of a sudden a lot of my friends had to like leave and so we did four parks in one day on that last day the parks were open and then we ended it on Main Street washing happily ever after with all of the Emporium CPs like that were currently working like out on the street just like sobbing and it was quite magical, but <laughs> wasn't there a girl from Italy at the Emporium? And like she just found out she had to like go back to her country and she's like, I'm well, not yeah, everyone, all the international people had to go back and like it was a big struggle. Um, because they had to get like last minute flights out of the country with a pandemic coming. So a lot of flights were being canceled and it was insanity and their flights were like super expensive because they had to buy an international flight like two days with two days notice essentially and yeah Disney did have housing for people who weren't able to get back right away I think yeah they I, think, I think they extended it a little bit for some people but yeah so, so that wasn't handled the best but also they were worried about getting stuck in the U.S. you know so they wanted to get out as soon as they could 
um because we didn't know that it was going to last more than two weeks and they just called off the college program entirely so everyone just had to leave and know that they weren't coming back necessarily um and I mean some of these people planned to be there for another year so it was kind of like a shock mm -hmm. for sure especially for international program people but anyway back to the last day of CPs it was like literally the day that I found out that I was going seasonal too because I had been working so hard talking to all my leaders being like come on like please 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 I'm staying in Orlando please keep me on a seasonal like I already know how to do everything you know I'm a good worker please 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 and finally I talked to the right leader on one of my last shifts and they're like oh, okay sure and like the next day I got the notice that it was approved and I was like thank <laughs> and yeah the actual last second one thing I want to touch on real quick because I'm sure some people would have questions is like a long distance relationship while you're on the program of my six roommates four of us came in with boyfriends one girl after in less than three weeks broke up with her boyfriend another was on and off with her boyfriend and they finally broke up um but my boyfriend and I are still together. We started dating less than a year before I started the college program. Thankfully, he's a regular adult and he worked for a bank. So he had bank holidays off and he came down to visit um, once each month, which was very nice. More than a lot of people's parents came to visit, more than my <laughs> parents came to visit. Um, definitely more than other people's partners came to visit them. And then another one of my roommates stayed with her now ex-boyfriend, but they did stay together throughout their, um, their time. But we, I'll go into the actual, my actual long distance relationship in another episode, because all three of us sisters have been in long distance romantic relationships. Yeah. So you can hear more about it then, whenever that may be. I think all of my roommates except one came in as single Pringles. And we all stayed that way. <laughs> Your roommate that came in with a boyfriend stayed with her boyfriend? Um, she didn't stay with him the whole time, but by the end, she had another. Honestly, okay, let me just say this. If you are worried that the fact that you are going away for like four to six months is going to result in a breakup, maybe you shouldn't be dating this person in the first place because they should understand that you want to do the college program and that it's important to you and you should not break up simply because you were not there. And if that is the reason, then you should not be together. But of course, there's the chance that you might meet someone else or someone might cheat. And that's different. That's a cheating problem, not a, well, we just couldn't handle long distance problem. Yeah. But like, it's also okay <laughs> to be upset that you're not going to be around your partner as much as you yes, usually are. I was very upset. Like the week before I moved down there, I called my boyfriend crying. Like, I'm so sorry. I feel so bad. He's like, don't feel bad. Like you deserve to do this. Go and do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. It's It might be sad because it's an adjustment. You're not seeing them all the time or whatever you're used to, but you don't have your support, part of your support system. But you just remember why you're doing it and why you're there. And then it's temporary. You know, it's not like you're moving away indefinitely. It's yeah. for a short time. Like it's it's not that long. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it flies by and you're very busy. So <laughs> it really does fly by. Good lord. Um, okay. If we chose to do Disney College program again, which we won't, but if we did, would we choose spring or fall? And why? I would choose fall because Halloween decorations, Christmas decorations holiday discounts and all those extra coupons um, and no spring break crowds for two plus months. Sorry. I agree. Yeah. I mean, you get two major holidays with decoration changes. Like a Magic Kingdom isn't decorated at all in the spring. I don't think like maybe a little bit for Easter, but like nothing like they do for Halloween and Christmas, which also means you get Halloween parties and Christmas parties and parades and yeah discounts all the fun perks Holiday the only filming. thing 
The only thing that would have been better maybe with spring is the weather. Would have been a little less, uh, well, I don't know. I guess we still had a hot period and a colder period, but yeah, uh, I feel like it was cold half of our thing. So, which but was Florida cold. Florida not cold, not that bad. Like it was still cold. Like, it was still kind of like uncomfortable to be out in the park for eight hours cold but not like actually cold. Yeah, I think Florida. there might have been one or two days like a little below freezing, if not like the real feel was below freezing a decent amount of times. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, so even if it's like reasonable. only 55 degrees or something, like that's not that cold if you're just like mm -hmm. doing your life. But if you're standing outside in a park for eight hours, it feels cold. Like yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not that comfortable, um, mm. but it's doable. Um, but anyway. Uh, but the spring CPs used to have a big party at like Typhoon Lagoon or something. Oh yeah. We did not get anything that fancy. We got like a formal, which was at Coronado Springs, which was like trying to be fancy, but it was like, not that good. Um, it was fun, but eh, eh, nothing compared to having a literal park closed down for you and have a pool party with a DJ and all this fun stuff. Like, no. I, yeah, I no. thought we were going to have like a park closed down for us at some point, but no. Yeah. I think someone I followed on Instagram who did the college program at the same time of us worked in Animal Kingdom and they closed the park a little earlier one day. And the cast members who worked at Animal Kingdom had like a cast member party. And I remember there being a few like Epcot get togethers like that, but not something that would like close the park down. It being like, one of those kind of secretive rooms or in the like pavilion behind Canada and the UK that sometimes has some like food booths for festivals. There was a cast member event. And I remember I didn't go to it because my work schedule like was at a weird time. And they had like a little vehicle that for Remy's Ride to the Adventure ready. Um, I did a cast member preview. I forgot to mention this earlier, but I did a cast member preview for the Epcot experience, which wasn't all that much, but <laughs> we got free photo pass photos from that. I say do the college program if you want to do the college program. Honestly, I work in the wildlife field and with animal care and stuff. Mission Space doesn't relate to that, but I would still recommend it because it was a good time and good no matter what field you work with, you have to deal with people. So deal with people at Disney. Enjoy the benefits. If you love Disney, have the time, do it. Mm -hmm. It was, yeah, a great experience that I wouldn't trade for anything. And just if you're thinking about it, just apply, just do it. Like you're not you held to any down. obligation. And even if you show up and move in, you can leave the next day if you want to. But like, it's so worth sticking it out. Like, yes, it's hard, but it's also like the most fun I've ever had. So everything, going to work at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, sometimes it felt like going to work and I didn't want to go. But a lot of times it felt like, wow, I'm going to work in Magic Kingdom. Like Magic Kingdom. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you just have to remember why you're there. And, you know, remember the magic that you're making for all these people around you. Like yes, you're working, but these people are, every single one of them is experiencing a magical day at Magic Kingdom or a magical day at Epcot. Like they're all having a great day and it's their vacation and they're mostly in a good mood. And yeah, it's just, it's so different because of that from anywhere else that you might work where people are just having a normal life day. Like mm -hmm. these people are having a great day. Yeah. They may and be moody. They may be moody because they're tired and grumpy, but they're having a great day. <laughs> yeah. Like there were several times I didn't want to go into work, but then I did go into work and I, I it was great. Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And yeah. even I had multiple like 12 plus hour shifts. Like my last shift on New Year's Eve was 15 and a half hours. But honestly, those long shifts were some of the most fun because I wasn't like always looking at my watch and being like all right six hours 
five hours, five, four and a half hours. I was just like, I'm here. Let's just do it. And, you know, one time I worked nine days. I only had one day off at both ends. But it was, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, when you go down there, you go down there to work. You don't go down there for all play. So I went down there and I worked. I like called out one day in my entire program. And I didn't get all of my like advanced time off requests or whatever. I think I maybe got two out of the five days we were allowed. Um, but it was. I mean, Did you apply for ERs? Um, I applied for one like once. An ER is code for early release. So in their system, you can just like push a button and be like, yeah, I want to leave early today. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, I didn't you get can. my ER, even though I had a morning shift. And I'm like, you can literally release me two hours early and still have more than enough people to cover mission space. And I was like, why don't you release me early? Yeah. But yeah. We also, we also went to Universal mm-hmm. quite a bit. Tori yeah. got a season pass, which was like for four months, I guess, like the last. No, it's the year. year. It's the whole year. They just call it that. Oh. Well, Tori got that. I only got like a two-day park hopper ticket. Um, the first day I went with Tori. And the second day I went with my boyfriend. But that's all I really needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know why I bought a Universal. But when the pandemic hit, I was glad I did because Universal opened before Disney. So it gave me something to do again. Um, that was pretty like low-key like it sounds really unsafe to go into a park at that time but really parks were kind of the safest places because they were the strictest with upholding um the standards of like six feet apart and stuff so and and there weren't a whole lot of people until yeah and they were like dead like before labor day of 2020 when the parks were open disney and universal they were dead like no one was there we were walking on to flight of passage like three times a day like I'm not kidding you and yeah like finished everything in magic kingdom by like 2 p.m like mm-hmm. crazy crazy <laughs> um which also by the way i got to do cast preview of magic kingdom reopening after the pandemic started um so that was cool but <laughs> Yeah, man, it was just dead. Um, so yeah, had Universal Pass. What were we talking about? Mm. Oh, going to work and stuff. And yeah, yeah, you're going there to work. It's true. They have classes and things for you to take if you want. I you can get time off of work for that too. Like they'll yeah. schedule around the classes you sign up for. Yeah, there was like some leadership class where you took like five things. You got some certification. I mean. Disney's a great place to learn leadership and management skills, like all that kind of stuff. But yeah, you're there to work and you're probably going to get the worst and the craziest shifts because you are a CP. So you are bottom of the ladder. Hate to break it to you. You're not probably going to be getting nice opening shifts where you leave at 2 p.m. and have the rest of the day to go to the park. Like, oh, no. in fact, most of my shifts I was starting in like the mid to late afternoon or evening and working until 3 30 a.m every night yay but it was actually really fun (laughs) i got to be in magic kingdom when it was closed i got to see the stuff that goes on after they close the gates like it was a lot of fun but yeah had to definitely adjust my sleep pattern and then i was you know sleeping in late and my roommates were only off early in the morning so i never saw them because I was asleep when they were awake and but it all worked out you know all right anything else to add or is it quiz time I could talk forever about the Emporium same feel free to leave a comment or message us on our Instagram or TikTok yeah we don't have our personal Instagrams which will be in in the description and then our podcast TikTok long distance sisters three also in the description but yeah uh ask us any questions we're always down to talk about it while i'm typing this in you should also know that you can also get into disneyland and any foreign like international disney park um by being a 
Walt Disney World cast member. So I know some friends who went out to Disneyland while they were on their college program, which is very cool. I did not take advantage of that, but if it's something you're able to get time off for, then I highly recommend it. And you can't call out on a day and then go try to use your ticket um, yeah. at Disney World or Disneyland or anywhere else. Yeah, you cannot Just enter the know. park on a day that you're scheduled to work and called out. Yeah. Or like you use your... time off approved or mm-hmm. if you switch your shift with someone, that's fine. But not if you call out. Yeah. But they actually, honestly, their system was really good. It was pretty easy to switch shifts with people uh, or take shifts from people or give away your shifts. So yeah, it's doable. I mean, you Mm -hmm. don't have to work, but you kind of need money. Yes, you do. Okay, so this week's quiz, which we will link in the description, is pick nine Disney characters and will reveal which Disney World park you're most like. So the first character is to pick a princess and they have all 12 princesses listed. Every princess. So mine's Ariel. Mine will be Belle. Not Pocahontas? I thought that was your favorite. Um, Well, I mean, it's just, I feel in Belle right now. Okay. Pick a lady, Jane Porter. Wendy Darling, Lilo, Kaida, Alice, Megara, Esmeralda, Giselle, or Leia. Oh, I love the Disney lady. I know. How do I pick? <laughs> it's so hard for me. It's between like Kaida, Lilo, and Jane. I'm between like Wendy, Alice, and Meg. But I also love Jane and Esmeralda. And like Lilo's amazing. So what? I think I'm going to go with Jane Porter from Tarzan, if you don't know. I'm going to go with Wendy. All right. Now pick a prince. And you just have the 12. Oh, okay. The prince, a.k.a. Prince Florian, Prince Charming, Philip, Eric, Adam, Aladdin, Shang, Naveen, Flynn Rider, Christoph, John Smith, or Simba? I'm going with Eric. I choose Prince Eric, even though he's dumb as a rock, apparently. <gasps> How dare you say that about the hottest Disney prince? Well, he couldn't figure out that Ariel could just write down words. <laughs> maybe she didn't. Well, maybe it's common that people don't know how to write. And he couldn't remember what she looked like. Well, when and you're he just deluding. went on to the next girl that walked in front of him. That is true. The okay. night after kissing Ariel. Ugh. Yeah. Man. Anyway, okay. good guy. Good guy. Tarzan, Hercules, Milo Thatch, Peter Pan, Quasimodo, or Cusco. Hercules. I'm gonna go with Milo. Yeah. And he's from Atlantis. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Him and Kaida, if you didn't know who Kaida was. Would you go with Tori, Hercules? Pick a villain Jafar, Ursula, Hades, Scar, Maleficent, Dr. Facilier, Shere Khan, Captain Hook, or Gaston. I like Maleficent. She has every right to be petty that she was the only person in the kingdom not invited to Aurora's christening. Uh, I don't like villains. I don't get why people like villains. I don't either. I don't like villains, but I'm going to pick Shere Khan. My actual favorite villain is, oh my God, Tomatoa from Moana. Oh, yeah, yes. He has a great song. Shiny is the best villain. I ate my grandma. All right. Um. Pick a duo, Timon and Pumbaa, Lumiere and Cogsworth, Buzz and Woody, Han and Chewie, Jacques and Gus, Mike and Sully. Jacques and Gus, Gus. I think I'm going to do a Timon and Pumbaa. 
And I think Puma's superior to Timon. But they're great together. Okay. Pick a sidekick. Flounder, Sven, Mushu, Tinkerbell, Genie, or Pegasus? Flounder. Sven. All right. Pick a pet. Raja, Bolt, Tramp, Maximus, Oliver, Nana, Max, Doug, or Sven? Ooh. Oh, this is so I good. Raja. Oh, Nana. Poor Nana. Nana. Poor father. <laughs> um, oh, I always see Nana and Raja too. I need to just choose. Oliver was. I'm going to go with Raja as well. Such a good tiger. Okay, pick an Avenger Black Widow, Iron Man, Captain America, Hawkeye, Thor, or Hulk? I'm Hawkeye. I love Hawkeye. I haven't uh, seen the show. I'm working on watching the Marvel movies in order, like I said, in our 2021 favorites. All right, well, I'm picking Iron Man again. Oh my gosh, I got Magic Kingdom. Wow. What's your description? Like this magical park, you're optimistic, bubbly, and you still believe in happily ever afters. You love to laugh, let your imagination roam free, and burst out into song. Very true. I got Disney's Hollywood Studios, aka MGM Studios. Life is a stage for you. You're very career-oriented and goal-driven, and you're willing to work hard until you've achieved your dreams. True, very true. You also have a flair for the theatrical and love to tell stories. You live your life as if you were the pro- are the protagonist in your own film. I feel like the career-oriented and goal-driven and hard-working part is true. I want to exactly say I'm theatrical or I view myself as the protagonist. I'm more well, like the best maybe, friend, the quirky Maybe best not theatrical, but you are dramatic. Serena also took it. She got Animal Kingdom. You're extremely aware of the environment and take a deep interest in preserving its beauty. You love animals and feel most at peace when you are outdoors. Much like this park, you devote your life to the appreciation and protection of our planet. That's me. Very Serena. <laughs> That's me too. Yeah, but Hollywood well, Studios was half right. I would half say right. it's like your likes and your loves and your passions are not necessarily your personality traits. I still think Animal Kingdom better suits me. Yeah, but you wanted to say career oriented and stuff like that so it wouldn't be that if it was animal i'm still animal kingdom uh, you can't have it all mckenna but that is all for today's episode we hope you enjoyed it be sure to yep follow us on our social medias listed in the description you can take the buzzfeed quiz yourself and that link will also be in the description. And yeah, we can't wait to talk to you guys again next week. Yeah, comment your DCP stories, questions, your quiz results, anything. And we will see you next week when Serena will be back. I don't know what we're talking about yet. Have a yep. good night. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's Long Distance Sisters. Be sure to subscribe for more episodes and leave a good review. And check out the video version on our YouTube channel. You can find all of our other social media information in the description. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.